Hi, this is Fanfictional, a podcast about fanfiction. I'm Anitra, and you can find me on Tumblr at allwaswell16, and the same on AO3. And you can also find me on Twitter at all underscore was underscore well underscore 16. I've also now set up a coffee, so like a buy me a coffee account. So if you'd like to support the podcast, you can go to mine, which is ko-fi.com slash allwaswell16. And you can find that linked on my Tumblr and Twitter bios as well. This is episode seven, where I'll be talking about all the Larry fix I read in January. Um, at the start of the podcast, I thought I'd do a quick overview of what fanfics are being posted on AO3 in January. Um, and I think the only fest that's still posting right now um, is the Bottom Louis Fick Fest. And I think they still have a few left to post. Um, I didn't see that there were any fests posting in February, but we do have a few things getting posted in March. So um, the HL Royalty Fick Fest, uh, the Harry Styles Pube Fest, and the Larry Gaming Fest are all scheduled to start posting in March. So we have those to look forward to. Um, this month, I caught up on some Christmas fix that I'd missed out on. And um, I did read a few from the Bottom Louis Fick Fest that I mentioned and uh, read a few more of the 28 Proposals Fest fix. So I'm still making my way through basically all of those fests. Um, I do have 15 fix to talk to you about this month. So I'll start with the longest fic and work my way down. The first fic I'm gonna talk about today is called Now That This Old World Is Ending, and it's by the Tomo on um, Tumblr, and their AO3 is called Dagger and Rose. It's rated explicit and it's 49,000 words. Um, I believe it was written for the Bottom Louis Fic Fest. And this is really like an action adventure kind of uh, fic, and it centers around um, a cult that Louis happens to stumble upon when he goes on a camping trip with his friends and um, they disappear. His friends disappear in the camp um, after he kind of wanders away from them. And um, obviously he stays to try to look for them and that's when he runs into uh, Harry and Zane who are basically trying to take down this cult. Um, it's inspired by a game called Far Cry, which I've never played the game that the fic was inspired by. Uh, but this was definitely one of my favorite fics that came out of 2019. Uh, the story felt so unique and interesting, and it's just something that I haven't come across very often in our fandom. Um, I just, I loved how fast paced the fic is and the world building that was involved in making um, the cult and the compound feel so real. Um, and the characters, though, which that's always what gets to me, but that's really what made me love this fic so much. Um, Harry and Thane are these really badass characters that are just bent on destroying the cult. And um, Louis finds himself, I think, like braver than he ever felt he was before. And oh, there's a moment where he... Um, he's infiltrated based, or no, this is when he gets, um, captured for a time and he punches the cult leader that first time he's captured. And I actually like cheered out loud <laughs> when that happened. And there are these really fierce battles that kind of go on in the story. 
but then there's like this lovely softness going on between Louis and Harry um, where they're falling for each other and it almost felt even more lovely because you have that like juxtaposition um and okay so usually I'm not a huge epilogue fan just like generally speaking as soon as they're like together I'm happy with that and I'm ready to move on but this epilogue felt very necessary because I think it brought more peace to the ending um like obviously things work out <laughs> and I think it was nice to see um kind of the fallout from what had happened to them so that getting back their lives wasn't easy but they're you know going to be able to do that together I guess obviously since this is a happy ending um the fic has really just stayed with me and it's just been on my mind you know throughout these weeks since I read it and it just feels like one that I'll be thinking about for a long time and you can just tell that there was a lot of care um, put into writing it so um, yeah, I really thought a lot of this fic, so that was, I was definitely one that I would just highly recommend reading. Um, okay, the next fic I want to talk about is called I Just Want You to Stay, and it's by Seda Veneeran. I always mess up that name. Okay, um, it's rated explicit, and it's 34,000 words, and it was written um, as an advent fic, and it is an ABO fic with Alpha Louie and Omega Harry. And it's a friends to lovers story. Um, and they're basically friends with benefits. And it's also a fake relationship fic as well. Um, there's a lot of mutual pining. There's misunderstandings. There's a kidnapping. <laughs> there's a lot going on in this fic. Um, I really, I, it was a lot of fun to read. I actually did not read it as an advent fic, so I didn't read it like day by day. And I told uh, the writer that when I was done reading it that I'm, I was glad that I didn't because it felt like every chapter was a bit of a cliffhanger and I just wanted to just, you know, dive in and read it straight through. So I'm glad I was able to do that. Um, the premise of the fic is that Louie and Harry have been roommates um, for four years. They're very comfortable together. Um, they're basically in a relationship without calling it a relationship. And they you can tell how much they mean to each other. And Harry has just accepted a job in Scotland. And Louis is very upset by it. And kind of right off the bat, there's a big misunderstanding between them. This isn't really a spoiler because it happens very early on. But Louis is... Uh, feeling very upset that Harry is kind of just basically leaving him but in Harry's mind he thinks Louis is going to want to come with him um, and he doesn't understand that Louis has has a lot of secrets um, and doesn't understand that that you know maybe isn't possible um, this was on my favorite fix of last year list as well um, there was some really great world building going on and there was a lot of lore based in the makeup of Louis's family and his pack um, so that's kind of it was kind of an interesting dynamic there and you could just see how the misunderstandings got out of control with them um, pretty easily and eventually um, 
in the process of Harry meeting his family as his fake mates um, kind of helps them realize a lot about each other. Um, but it was a really great friends to lovers story um, because of the friends with benefits aspect of it. And it was like they just needed like a, a tipping point into into really realizing what they meant to each other, I guess. Um, although there's like a lot of fun <laughs> adventure kind of things that happen along the way. Like I said, there's a kidnapping. So <laughs> um, yeah, Edwin, I really, I had a lot of fun reading that one. The next pick on my list is called One Minute to Midnight and it's by Become a Wendy Bird on Tumblr and uh, Quicked Ween on AO3. It's rated explicit and it's 29,000 words um, and it's uh, got a supernatural aspect to it. Um, it's a New Year's Eve kind of fic. So I think I actually read it on New Year's Eve, <laughs> um, although I think it's from a year ago. Um, and it deals with like a curse that happens to age Louis um, from being in his 20s to becoming like 60 or something like that. So in the most of the fic, he's older, but not really, <laughs> if that makes sense. Um, and he works in finance and he's got a bit of a crush on this actor named Harry, um, who he once had a class with in college. And he's kind of followed Harry's career, um, but he hasn't pursued Harry at all because he's been so concerned with his own career. Um, but once he has been cursed and now is, looks like a much older man, um, he kind of, once he realizes the curse is not going away, he kind of adapts to a new life. Um, and it t I think it's like, takes place over two years. He adapts to this new life, um, and he's really made a name for himself. He's very wealthy now, um, but he's lonely and it's hard because he feels like he's younger than he looks. And so he turns to um, an app that I think Niall talks him into doing it. It's always Niall um, and finds um, a companion uh, to go to some events with him around the holidays and when he looks on the app he sees one of the men available is Harry and so of course um, he contacts him. It was just such an interesting concept um, and I really loved reading about how Louis adapted and created this life for himself and then it, what so one of the things I really loved was this lovely element of them falling in love the way that they did and it was just not at all in the way that Louis ever expected to happen. And, and Harry obviously didn't expect it to happen either. Um, but it was just interesting because Louis had always felt like he didn't have time for love back when he probably would have had a decent chance at asking Harry out. And then to have Harry fall in love with him when he looks like a much older man um, made something very, it was just very real then. It felt like their love was very real that way. Um, and there is more about the curse that 
um, happens and they have a lovely happy ending. <laughs> um, the next uh, fic I'm going to talk about is called You'll Be Home for Christmas and it's by Two Tide Ships 2. It's rated explicit and it's 15,000 words and it is an ABO um, fic with Alpha Harry and Omega Louie. And it was written, I think, for the Christmas um, fest that happened um, at the end of the year. And uh, so it's a friends to lovers fic. And Louis is pretty oblivious um, <laughs> to everything that's going on. He he is going to have his heat and it's going to make, it's going to mess everything up. It's going so that he can't celebrate his birthday and Christmas um, with his family. And so Niall, you know, is kind of entreating him to ask Carrie for help getting through his heat. Um, and so it, he finally kind of decides to take him up on that. Um, it's actually a really sweet and funny, it's a very funny little fic. Um, I thought it was interesting how the writer used a not very typical way to show intimacy and interest um, in this universe that she created. Um, she's really good at that. Uh, in past fics, she would do things like um, about the touch of a wrist. And then this time it's about the neck and she actually uses the words like neck action, <laughs> which made me laugh in the context of, of the fic. Um, so it's just really interesting um, the way that this writer writes intimacy without, I mean, obviously there's smut too, but like there's always this element of intimacy without just smut being the only way to show it. Um, I really love the friendships in this fic between the characters. And of course, Niall really helped by pushing them together um, in this universe. So really a fun, um, a fun fic, really lovely and well-written. Uh, the next fic is very different uh, than what I usually read. It's called The Bucket List by Bailey Lang. And it's rated mature and it involves a major character death. So if you can't handle listening to that, skip ahead like a minute. <laughs> um, I This is the first major character death fic I've ever read. Um, and it takes place over the course of one night in a hospital. Um, and Louis has this, it's called the bucket list. He, it's not even that he has like a bucket list exactly, but he has like a last first thing that he wants to do because he meets Harry who is a hospital radio volunteer and they kind of just randomly meet and um, and Louis is the one that's sick in the fic and he doesn't want to tell Harry that he's sick because Harry doesn't know um, he thinks that he's just there to visit someone um, and so it's really about them kind of falling in love over the course of this one night together. And it's, it's, it was a lot. Now, like I said, it's 12,000 words. 
so it's not a super long fic and I really want to read part of it aloud but I won't because I don't want to traumatize anyone who isn't okay with reading major character to us. so I, I won't say it but there was some really beautiful writing in the fic um, it's very wistful and the what-ifs are what really hurt because you're not going to see Louis death on you know on screen sort of but um, that what if they had had time kind of thing is what makes it hurt so much um, and I think because it wasn't super long and drawn out is why I could handle reading something like this um, but it was really beautiful I I probably, I don't know that I'll ever read another major character death fic, but I will reread this one. Like it was really good. Um, so yeah, I'll probably reread re this one over and over again. It was, it was just, there was something really special about it. Um, it's sort of like making me choke up a little, even just like thinking back about it. Um, yeah, there's some really lovely things about it. So I can't say enough. If you are up to it, you should read it because there was something really special about it. Uh, the next fic is very, very much different. It's called Unbelievable and it's by, oh gosh, I don't know how to say this name. Just funny, I've talked to this person a lot. Nikogda? Nikogda? Anyway, I should ask how to pronounce that. Um, it's not rated and it's 11,000 words and I believe it was written earlier last year for the um, Ridiculous Fic Exchange. So obviously it's gonna be kind of <laughs> silly and interesting. In the fic, Harry's an alien and Louis is a cheesemonger who, so he makes and sells cheese. Um, there is some magic involved in the fic because of the alien race that Harry belongs to. Kind of has some magical elements to them. There was some really great world building in this fic. Like it was, I really loved it. Um, so the premise of the fic is that Harry, um, his planet, which is I, one of Uranus's moons, I think is where they live. Oh yeah, Umbriel and they require cheese to survive and the person who made the cheese for them has passed away without telling anyone how to make the cheese and so they have to come to earth to get cheese and um so the people who i guess nasa end up contacting louis about um helping these aliens make cheese <laughs> and, um, I think she actually calls the mood ring aliens in the author's note um, because uh, they change colors based on their moods. Um, oh, and Zane's there as an alien as well. So they both are coming to Earth to learn about the cheese. And so Harry ends up kind of living with Louis during this time as he is the one who is supposed to be learning about the cheese. Um, and I actually chose this one um, to read you a passage from and like it does sound so silly and there is sort of a silly element to it but really it's it's sweet it's this sweet lovely thick even though it sounds like it's about something so silly 
Okay, so this is kind of about um, the different colors that, um, oh no, this, I chose a different part, never mind. There is a part where you hear about like Harry turning colors like that mean that he loves someone or likes someone. It's, that was one of my favorite parts about it, but okay, let me just read. His house was dark except for the soft flickering glow of lights from his bedroom that lightly illuminated the hallway. He locked the front door heading straight to his bedroom and stopped when he turned to walk into it, staring with his mouth open and eyes wide at what he was seeing. A large teal green with a light silvery circle around it was surrounded by thousands of white flickering specks and a half circle of teal and red clouds. He gasped and the image disappeared quickly, sending him into darkness. Louis? Harry questioned, his voice low. What was that? Louis looked into the room, finding a soft glowing pink color at his bed. He walked over to it and stood in front of Harry, looking down at Harry's palm. It was glowing pink like someone had dipped his palm in glow-in-the-dark paint. It's called the Ghost of Jupiter. It's a nebula, Harry responds, and turns his hand over quickly. Louis sits down and takes Harry's hand, running his fingers over it. It's warm, warmer than normal, and he finds Harry's face in the dark. How do you do it? Louis asks, and Harry holds his palm out. It flickers like static, and then before Louis is a bright, swirling mix of shapes and colors. It slowly forms into a bright wisp of clouds colored in pinkish reds and littered with stars. It's the Medusa Nebula, as it's called on Earth. Louis stands up and slowly walks toward the glowing image watching as it slowly rotates and reaches out. His hand feels warm in the colors and he thinks it's just his imagination. It moves, covering him in colors that change from one nebula to another and the warmth in the colors warms his skin and he smiles because this is a moment he's sure he will never forget. And then they go out, wrapping him in darkness that feels slightly cold. So I thought that that really gave a good example of what this fic was really like even though it sounds so silly about like these cheese-eating aliens um but then there's something very like lovely about the story um the next fic i'm going to talk about i just read yesterday it's called watching the world fall and it's by crazy upsetter on um, tumblr and who knows on ao3 so i'm sure everyone knows who that is um, it's rated explicit and it's 11,000 words and it's a famous not famous fic. Um, Harry is famous, he's a pop star from formerly from One Direction and Louis is a writer for The Late Late Show, um, James Corden. And it's an Exes to Lovers fic which if you know me I am so addicted to Exes to Lovers fic um, so I really really enjoyed it. Um, there's this really grand romantic gesture that happens in it. Um, and what the premise is, is that Harry and Louis have broken up. It was very public and um, it's been a few months and um, James Corden wants Louis to be a part of one of um, the games on the show where um, it's called Late, Li Late Late Live Tinder. Um, so where men actually stand in front and he like swipes right or left and but they're like actually men standing there um and i don't think it's really a 
spoiler to say um, that that is how Harry kind of does this grand romantic gesture kind of thing um, to try and win Louis back. Um, it was very satisfying to read. That's like the main word that came to mind when I was reading it. Um, because Louis very angry about the breakup. Um, and it was just really satisfying to watch him get a little bit of revenge against the man who broke his heart. Um, but then the gesture of it um, does eventually get to him, of course. And um, even, and Harry's very sorry, obviously. <laughs> and um, so it's obviously a happy ending. But um, yeah, that word satisfying really came to mind a lot when I was um, reading it. Because that's what you want. If, if, if there is like a, a breakup that has happened and it's, and you can see like, and you're in the voice or you're in the head of the person who's been wronged, then, you know, it's, it's, it's fun to see it that way. The next fic um, I'm going to talk about is called Foolishly Laying Our Hearts on the Table and it's by Runaway Trainworks and um, their AO3 is runaway underscore train. It's rated explicit and it's 11,000 words. It's a friends to lovers fic. Um, they're really best friends, have been best friends for a long time. Um, and it has to do, the, the premise of the fic is that Louis is getting his wisdom teeth removed. Um, and since this is a, one of the 28 proposal fics, um, yeah, has to do with a proposal <laughs> eventually. So he's getting his wisdom teeth removed and Harry is there to pick him up and he's obviously out of it still and he talks about um, how much he's in love with, with Harry um, and how much he wants to marry him. And so Harry is in love with him and he doesn't really think he has a chance with him until this happens and so this confession happens. And then he doesn't know what to do about it, but he actually has taped the confession. Um, but really, like, there's some, the pining was so good. It really made my heart ache in, like, that great way. <laughs> and there was, I loved the humor about it. Um, and I loved how quickly it turned to something more for Harry. It was almost torturous to have to live in his head for that. <laughs> and then for him to try and pry like after the drugs wear off and stuff. And it was so hard to see him try to get things from Louis and it just never worked really. And it started to, I think, to feel like, okay, this wasn't real. Um, you know, Louis just said it because he was under the drugs from getting his wisdom teeth removed. Um, I don't know if I, there's a moment where things, you know kind of culminate and there was so this great moment where something's happening I don't want to spoil it so I won't say exactly what it is but I actually whispered to myself like when I was reading it I was like oh shit oh shit oh shit <laughs> when I was like reading it oh poor Louis um but I really liked that when his confession came when it did um and when the proposal comes, um, I really loved it. I'm trying not to give spoilers is my problem. Um, 
it felt right. The proposal felt right, even though um, maybe you weren't prepared for it, but it still felt right in the context of their relationship. The next fic I'm going to talk about is called You and Me and the Devil Makes Three, and it's by Mood Lighting. And it's rated mature, and it's 10,000 words. Um, it has a supernatural um, elements to the fic. There's a ghost in the fic, and their neighbors in the fic. Um, Louie is Harry's new neighbor who's just moved in next door. And he, there's a ghost in his apartment. And so he ends up turning to Harry in his time of need, even though they don't know each other. He um, kind of ends up uh, staying over at Harry's a lot, and, and they begin this um, friendship. And, oh gosh, I really love this fic. Harry was so oblivious that they had actually been dating the whole time, it seems like. And Louis felt like he was being so obvious. Um, but Harry just wasn't seeing it. Um, the ghost part was actually kind of spooky for me <laughs> because you do, you don't really see the ghost. Um, but there is one night where they try to stay in Louis's apartment and you see the advent of the ghost. And I really, I just like the in development of their relationship, even though it's a fairly short fic. Um, you do get some relationship development going on. Um, between them just being friends to them spending a lot of time together. Um, I like how it comes out, like the, how, what Louis's feelings are for Harry and Harry's so surprised. <laughs> um, this fic was actually written a few years ago. I can't remember how I came across it, maybe in a fic wreck, maybe. Um, but yeah, I really liked it. And I think I, was looking, maybe I even read another one by this writer. Um, so yeah, really fun. And I don't know what made me read a ghost story, but it was great. <laughs> um, the next fic is called If We Can Make It Through December, and it's by March-Z5 on Tumblr and Family's Disappointment on AO3. It's rated explicit and it's 9,000 words. And it's a Christmas fix. It was written for the Christmas um, fest at the end of last year. And it deals with a Christmas party where Louis runs into his ex. And um, his ex is talking loudly about Louis being single to try to embarrass him. Um, but then Harry walks up and pretends to be um, his boyfriend, even though Louis doesn't know him. <laughs> um, there is, okay, there's a lot going on in this fic for 9,000 words. Um, okay, there is, am, like, an, there's some, there's plot twists coming in the fic, and I caught on to one of them, but not the other. Um, so you see how Louis has feels this instant connection to Harry and you start to be um, suspicious. <laughs> uh, but then there's another plot twist, which I totally did not see coming at all. 
even I guess because I didn't read the tags. <laughs> I'm kind of notorious for not reading tags before I read a fic. Um, I think I like to be surprised. So I'll read the summary, but often I don't read the tags. But I can kind of do that because there isn't, I don't have many squicks or anything. Um, so I can generally just read pretty much anything. So I'll look at like the archive warnings and I'll look at the summary, but I generally don't read the tags until the end after I finished it. Um, but I remember I wrote in the comment on this fic that when I got to the other plot twist that I was the Pikachu meme when I got to that part like my jaw dropped <laughs> um, but yeah I really enjoyed that fic it was uh, so unique and interesting it was great it was great I love that I can still be surprised by fic because um, it feels like I've been reading fic for you know a long time and and reading Larry fic for you know quite a few years at this point I just love when we have we get new writers and they surprise us with stuff it's a lot of fun okay the next fic I'm gonna talk about is called I met a superhero and it's by effortless lie and on tumblr and on AO3 they are called Tomlin soul it's rated mature and it's 7,000 words and it's a hurt comfort fic. Um, Louis is uh, a CEO and he's rich in the fic. And Harry is a florist, um, but he has a chronic illness. Um, so he has fibromyalgia and um, so he has, often has to visit the hospital. And, but he's got some really good friends. Um, so Niall and Liam who are there for him when he has a flare-up and um, this got to me in a certain way it's obviously a hurt comfort fic with some angst and really they're just strangers so it's a strangers to lovers fic but it's a lovely story with really great friendships I feel like the friendships are very important to the story because you can see um, that Harry has people he can count on but he still wishes for something more which I think is very normal you know he wants a great love in his life too um, it's very personal for the writer because she does the writer does mention that they um, have fibromyalgia so you can tell how personal uh, the writing is and I think it gives it an emotional depth um, to this kind of story that maybe isn't always present in these kinds of stories. Um, so I think that's something to consider too. It's not, I don't want to, uh, <laughs> I was going to say it's not tragedy porn, you know, because um, sometimes I feel like that can happen um, with these kinds of fix, but it's definitely not that. Um, and like I said, obviously, because this person um, knows what it means to have a chronic illness. Um, I don't have a chronic illness like this, but I was ill for quite a few years. And so I think that that thought of having someone come along that can care for you, even though you're sick um, and sometimes you feel like 
sorry, it's getting hard to put into words exactly. So in the fic, Louis um, is falls in love with Harry and he doesn't have a problem with Harry being ill and just wants to help in the same way that his friends help. Um, but also he's in love with him, so he's giving him that love story too. Um, and I told the writer in a comment um, that I, you know, hope for them to find someone like that too and that love like that does exist and that I felt like I had that because when I was very ill, my husband took care of me and took care of our children and stepped up and it was not something that he ever looked for um, a thank you or gratitude. Um, he just did it because that's what you do when you love someone. Okay, this got way too deep. I did not mean to go into all this. Um, but I was just, it kind of just struck me, I guess. Um, and uh, I hope that people know that, that it's real, that things like this are, can be real. Okay. <laughs> if I was better at editing, I'd probably edit that out. Anyway, I don't have time because I'm recording this and trying to post it on the same day. Um, the next fic I'm going to talk about is called Summer Love, and it's by someone that's funny, and it's rated teen and up, and it's 5,000 words, and it was written for the 28 Proposals Fic Fest. Um, it's a friends to lovers fic, childhood friends, really, and um, the tropes in it are some of my favorite little tropes, like when, so at one point, um, Uh, Louis thinks that Harry is sleeping. This is when they're very young. I think they're like 15. And he confesses to Harry that he's in love with him and that he wants to marry him one day. Um, so that's like how the story begins. And then you um, see them in flashes of time years forward. So you see them, you know, get together and become boyfriends. And you see them... Um, like kind of growing in their relationship and so then Harry eventually uses some of those words that Louis once spoke to him in his proposal so it was so lovely and soft I just those tropes are some of my favorite things in the world so um, I just absolutely loved it and it's you know a little bit of pining and a whole lot of fluff um, but I just really like I said, loved everything about it. The next fic uh, I have to talk about is called I'll Be Yours for Christmas, and it's by Rena underscore A. It's rated G, general, 4,000 words, and it's a Christmas fic that was written for the Christmas Fest. Um, and it happens mostly at a Christmas party. Um, Louis's mom keeps trying to set him up with people she knows and the dates are always a disaster and the fic begins with kind of a disastrous date that he goes on. Um, and then he's at his family's Christmas party and gets thrown together with Harry and it's, they have kind of, they kind of hit it off and partway through is when he realizes his mother has set this up <laughs> to happen. It's very sweet and fluffy. Um, so his mother kind of finally gets it right here and but yeah very cute meet cute kind of 
kind of a thick. Uh, I think I have two more left. Um, the next one is called And I Want More, and it's by Dimpled Halo. It's rated explicit, and it's 3,000 words, and it's an ABO fic um, where they're both omegas. And it's friends to lovers, and it is basically porn. <laughs> uh, I, re I really liked it, though. Um, okay, so... Um, Gosh, I kind of just want to read you the little, you know what I am going to, I'm just going to read you the summary. Hearing Harry talk about nodding dildos makes Louis' cock twitch. And fuck did it get hotter in here? Wiping at his forehead with the back of his hand, he pulls Harry's drawer to retrieve said dildo. It's pink and glittery, and honestly, Louis would expect nothing less from his best friend. A dazed smile forms on Harry's face as soon as he wraps his fingers around it. All right, well, I should leave you to it. I'll hang around on campus until your heat passes, Louis informs Harry. Harry's eyes are open now, but they're not looking at Louis. Instead, they're focused somewhere further south. He follows his gaze and immediately blushes when he notices what has caught his best friend's attention. Louis's erection is tenting in his sweatpants, a wet spot of precum darkening the fabric of his pants. Oh, fuck. It's all making more sense now. All the heat he's been feeling, the sweat. Louis is going through heat, too. So they're both going through a heat unexpectedly together. <laughs> um, I, I'm just gonna, and I'm also going to read you the comment that I left. Oh my fucking god, Jackie, this was a lot. Phew! Holy shit, that was hot. And then I did a key smash, good work, and winky faces. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I mean. I'm not even a huge smut reader, but this was great. This was really, really good. Okay, last pick I'm going to talk about is called Clean Slate, and it is by Louis-Arsets, which, how clever is that name? And that's their Tumblr, and on AO3, their, gosh, I don't know how to say this, Miralik? It's rated teen and up and it's 2,000 words and it's a friends to lovers fic. Um, a lot of fluff and kissing, pining, jealousy. Um, okay, so in the fic, um, Harry, it's, it's short, so it's just 2,000 words, kind of a fic lip, but um, Harry comes home, sees that his apartment's a wreck because of his roommate who he really, really hates who's named Aiden, um, but he really, really likes Aiden's boyfriend, Louie, and wishes that, um, you know, they weren't together. He wishes he had Louie, obviously. So he has a big crush on him. Um, and Louie, he's like basically complaining out loud, and he's pissed off at the apartment's a mess. And then Louie walks out of the back bedroom, and he hadn't realized Louie was there. Um, and Louis basically tells him that he and Aiden have broken up. Um, so, uh, there's some great reactions from Harry and, um, some, some confessions that happen <laughs> where Harry can barely pull himself together. Um, oh, the author's end note was so perfect. So this was the end note. This was basically an ode to the prettiest man in the world, Louis Tomlinson. I have no regrets. 
<laughs> and I thought that was a really great end note. Um, yeah, I could pr I could probably write that on like all of my own end notes. And that's a good way to end the podcast as well. So I hope that you enjoyed episode seven um, and found some great fix to read. Thanks. Bye.